0: peace y'all welcome to another episode of check the method podcast i am your host m tony peralta sorry that we have been gone for a couple of weeks but i got a little busy and uh, but now i'm back today we have a great episode with hector adias hector is really a true creative um i met hector online digitally back in the myspace days probably like around i don't know two thousand seven, eight, around that time and um you know during those myspace days there was a lot of creatives that gravitated towards each other here in new york city and hector was one of those people um that i gravitated to he he was putting things up that i've never seen before on on his uh, myspace page and he was just really creative and we stayed in touch you know throughout the years um you know again hector is um it's hard to pinpoint what he exactly does because he does so much and he's really good at it and another thing about hector that's really dope is that he's just self-taught he just has this curiosity where whenever he feels like doing something you know he he learns it and and he makes it happen you know he's uh he's uh, been art director uh graphic designer senior graphic designer at various companies uh, one of the last companies that he worked for or still works for is mass appeal um he's definitely been involved with um some of the productions that they they have done like i remember watching this documentary um fresh to death i think it's called fresh to death and i was like blown away that hector was the one that was doing all the animation um in the documentary so anyway i uh headed over to his crib in 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 uh, williamsburg and uh we sat down and chopped it up man and we had some really great conversations. So I really hope that you guys uh, feel inspired with this um, interview. And um, yeah, man, check it out. This is the Hector episode. Peace. Hector, thank you yeah. for doing this, man. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your home. If you could um, just tell me a little bit about yourself, just kind of like an intro. Um, where you are from? Where you was born and raised? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, what, what will you call yourself?
1: I'm a Hector. I'm a hecta. Mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: how you know it's red.
0: You're not that's the Hector that I see in the streets.
1: No, that's hectad.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Hmm. Uh, kind of came out of just people. You know, if you DJ, if you do something they're like, well, what's your like, what's your tag? What's like, what do you go by, DJ? Yeah. And I'm just like, it's so it's like, rap. I'm not gonna come up with some name that's not who I am. Yeah. And I was just like, this is how people pronounce it in New York. So I ended up just uh, going by Hector.
0: So dropping the R and adding the H.
1: A H, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then it was like 90s. So it was like the God body thing. So it all like kind of plays part. Mm-hmm. Just it's like a time and era was like, all right, I can use the God body alphabet and mm-hmm. kind of be, and it was like rap, you know.
0: So yeah. And so you, and you was born and raised in um, here in Williamsburg, right? Yeah, born and raised It's the south Side. That's dope. Um, so can you, well, even before I, I go with one of my first questions, like, so you used to DJ? I, I do
1: everything. I, I, It's like, it's not that I do everything or I aim to do everything. I just kind of do whatever I feel. Like, I've always been creative. I don't remember... I can't remember when it started. So, yeah. like, I got in trouble before I was five for writing on the walls mm-hmm. and my, you know, by my parents. And, like, I've always drawn and I've always just had, like, I guess it's also lack of resources. Like, I didn't have a lot of toys, so I couldn't, you know, my brothers thought I was, like, crazy. I would get, like, a dollar in pennies. mm and I'd put like half of it on heads, half of it on tails and play like I had a hundred toys. You know what I mean? Like my imagination was like That's that. That's wild. As a kid, I would grab a marker and then mark some of them up and and have the dimes and the nickels be like the superheroes like that. Like it was like, yeah. I could take anything and like be creative before like.
0: It's, it's interesting that you, what you said. I, I think uh, people from our generation, we just did a whole bunch of stuff, right? So like, since we grew up in hip hop, we did it. We did all. We just kind of tried our hands up at all the 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 elements of it, right? From writing to dancing to uh, graffiti and all of that. So it's, it's interesting that you know, even the way that. Because I asked you, like, what? So, like, what would you consider yourself at, like now? Like, I think just you know, creative. I yeah. don't
1: really feel like. I don't know. Like, I'm always just, like, trying stuff. Like, there's things that I'm always just like, oh, I'm going to learn that. Or I'm going to learn this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's like, you know, even, yeah, like you're saying, even growing up, it's like, I used to dance, you know, like, but dance, like, in front of the whole school, and, like, jump too, yeah. in cyphers, you know. Wow. And, like, all of it, rhyme, like, and then DJing, like, I was like, I just go at it. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, sometimes things just kind of like, like, the DJing thing, I never, I just. I don't, I don't consider myself a DJ. I didn't want to be a DJ. It was just like, I used to randomly throw parties. Yeah. So then, one of the owners of the establishment was just like, his DJ was canceling on a Friday night. Mm. It was an Irish pub in the East Village called One and One. And he's like, yo, actor man, I, I really need you, man. And I was like, what? What? Like, and he's like, you know, I need you to DJ tonight. I said, oh man, I don't, I don't know if you know this, man. Like, I don't DJ. He said, yeah, "Yeah, but you always telling the DJ what to play. And the house goes crazy. Mm. And then I was just like, yeah, but it's different, like being there behind. And then he was just like, you know, I'm going to pay you and you get to drink for free. Mm. And I was going to go there and spend my money. So he was going to pay me basically what I was going to spend that night. And I got the fee. I was like, let's go. So I did it. And the bar made a lot of money. I kept the party going. And he was like, you want to do this every Friday? I was like, yeah. That shit ended up coming out in, like, Time Out New York as one of the top five dance bars in yeah. the city. And I didn't want to be. I used to get random, like, people just come and hate. People used to hate on
2: me. Yeah.
1: But I would get the party going.
0: But they used to hate on you. They, they hated hate on, on me because, because it's like I wasn't you, from the Your blends weren't that good?
1: I wasn't from the DJ community. Oh, okay. I wasn't scratching. I wasn't. I was just. I knew how to, like, I was, like, 10 feet above everybody. And I could, like, look down. And I knew how to, like. Move the crowd, depending who was there. I knew how to help people. It was like the most fun experiment. It almost felt like playing The Sims or something. Because mm. I would see somebody come in, and it was like in my power to help that guy have a nice evening with his date. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I see him. I'd be like, yo, I'm going to play five songs back to back. And this guy's going to end the, Like, literally by the fourth song, the guy would just look up. At like, he Like, my guy. Like yeah. He was like, Dude, I don't know how you knew
0: that's interesting. You have a very interesting point of view, um, which is very fascinating, which leads me to my my really my first question is what were you like when you were 10 years old? You know
1: space cadet. Okay. Still kind of the same. Like mm-hmm. literally just Yeah. I'm just not here most of the time.
0: Like you you just always in your head. I'm
1: still a space cadet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But explain that. Like what does that mean exactly? Like you're just always means- in your head, but doing what?
1: just thinking like that, like creating, like, I just always, like, I look at something and I observe it. I think of random things. Like, I'm walking my kid today to school and I look at a tree and I randomly was thinking like, what if trees were made of rock and rocks were made of wood?
2: Like, Mm -hmm.
1: but that's, I'm not doing nothing with that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just a random, like, I look at, like, I question how, like, Basically, like, if I work for God, if I was on the committee of design, like, how would I, how could I redesign the world or redesign the body? Like, I'm like, why is, like, this by this on the body? Like, yeah, it's, like, just, it's never, like, I don't know. I don't think linear like that, like, people. Like, mm-hmm. It's just kind of, like, I like to, like, pull back and kind of be like, oh, that's cool. Like, if you thought about it like that?
0: It's interesting because that just comes off in your work and the things that you do. Like, you, you just, like, following you on Facebook... And when you started putting up videos of your son, you just didn't put regular videos. <laughs> yeah, you know, like they, they like everything you do is not regular. Not even your Instagram posts. So it's just like to me, it's just like fascinating, like what's going on there. So it's like again, you being a 10 years old and being like this, like kind of in your own world, like how was like your family and your like your mom, like and and you said your brothers. So it's like how they dealt with you and like what what they thought about you? Like, what's going on with this kid? Like, you was they a weirdo kid? They just thought... Yeah, they thought I was like... I mean, moms are always going to be like, they're going to
1: love you no matter what. And then older siblings are like, yeah, that's like
2: my brother. You that's know, like, bro- it's like, like you're crazy. Weird, that, yeah, 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 you're like,
1: you're crazy. I wasn't... Visually, I wasn't, like, doing any... I wasn't like... I didn't have crazy hair or dress weird or anything. I didn't express it that way. Mm-hmm.
2: But
1: I would had, yeah, the weird ideas and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I was just thought out but it's also like it might I don't really I don't know what to owe anything to so I don't know if it was like me trying to escape the environment because this was a different neighborhood Yeah. so the things that I was seeing is way different mm-hmm. right so like this same building like you know there's one time I'm just talking with my mom in the kitchen and there's like noise in the hallway boom, boom boom there's like cops chasing somebody and my mom goes to look through the door and the dude busts in and was like hi me hi me hide me and like my mom closed the door and we were just like, you know, it's like that kind of craziness. So yeah. like, I, w- I was like, I might've been like eight or nine and this old man hung himself. And wow. before the cops came, we were like in the apartment looking at this dude like, like a mobile, like
2: just That's twirling off the
1: thing. It's things that kids aren't supposed to see, right? Yeah. So it's like, I think those things kind of like push you out of your normal like boundary. And mm. it's like you find a way to, and I've always was, I remember going to like high school at Norman Thomas and I'd get on the train and the train be packed and you're like sardines. And it's like, you either could be annoyed by like the fact you're like this, or I would like, boom, look up and I escape, And I wasn't mm. like, almost like I wasn't in this dimension for that minute. Like I could like figure a way to like
0: not yeah. be there. Yeah. Wow. That, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's funny because when I was a kid around 10, I thought that, uh my life was like the Truman Show. Like I literally thought that my 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 life was a uh, a sitcom, and when I went to sleep, it was because you know in the eighties the there was the snow on the TV where like literally there was yeah. no programming, right? So I literally thought when I went to sleep, that's what happened. So it's just like I've always also been somebody that that always kind of been in my head, and and just like imagining and and you know. I always, like, saw myself as wanting to be just, like, this famous person. And I always knew that I wanted to be an artist as a kid, but I don't know what a famous artist looked like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. at, and during that time, you know. And what were what was school like for you at 10? Like, you know, being that kid that was, like, a space cadet. So, like.
1: Not good, not good. The, so, worst, the worst class. I was always in that class. I was a signature away from special ed. Mm, My mom just never signed the paper. Mm, but I was in that, you know. At those days, they used to really separate kids. So yeah. I, you know, and you'd be like, like the way they did the lunchroom, it was like they would go back and forth. So it's like one day that be the first class, he the next day be the last class. You know, they call it. Yeah, but the yeah. Classes were like, it literally was a, a grading. It was yeah, like yeah. The smart class, the yeah, Smart yeah. Yeah, class. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah, I was in that table, just yeah,
0: just. Were you doing art though back then? Because like, always that was you-
1: always my like. My skill set was always to, like, draw. So, like, I'd be in a class and somebody, oh, damn, like, you nice. Can you do my name? Mm -hmm. Can you draw this character? And it was, like, that was my way of, like, making friends. I was, even almost over I was, like, man, if I ever ended up in prison, like, I'd be cool because I'd be able to draw people's shit. Mm, Like, I knew, like, it was a skill set that could get me, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, like, through anything. Like, I, I even, even watching, like, The Walking Dead, I'm, like, Yo if the world came to shit and there's no money, people going to fuck with me because I could draw them something. Mm. I could paint them something, you know? Yeah. Or I could tell them I can make up a story, like, I can create. Yeah. So, they're like, yo, well, tell me one of those stories. You know, do one of those things that you do, you know, like, and I know I would be able to, like, do it, you know? Yeah.
0: So, what, one of the things that I'm really interested about is how does inspiration uh present itself to, to creatives? So, like, for you, what, what does that look like uh, inspiration for you? Like and I'm, and what I mean is like the kind of inspiration that you're fucking apt and you can't wait to get home or wherever to kind of like start on this thing.
1: I that comes from somewhere I don't even know where that. I know what like helps shape the art.
2: Okay. But explain. where
1: the 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 spark or the fire comes from. Mhm. I think it's like a weird spiritual kind of thing. So I feel yeah. like it it just kind of like, like you just feel it. And I've been, for me, it's like people are like, man, you've done it so long. Like you've been successful. You've been able to do this. And I'm like, it's a blessing because I don't really know where that comes from, you know? And I don't really stress where it'll be gone. Where like, I just kind of like, try to stay honest to myself. And I think like, you know, hope it just keeps coming. But I don't really like, it just comes, and like you feel it in your gut. You feel it. It's like, it's that gut feeling. It's like life. You know what I mean? It's like love. It's like things that you feel. It's like the stuff you also feel that's like bad sometimes, but you feel it. It's like, I don't know. It's an energy. It's like in the universe. I don't think it's a specific. Like I, I look at stuff and I'm like, damn, that's dope. I look at stuff and I'm like, man, fuck that dude. That dude's like a robot. That's amazing. But yeah. like I like. I'm like, shit, man, I can't even...
0: It inspires like, I look Like,
1: I look at somebody, like, draw something, like, with their hand, and I'm like, I can't even pour milk in my cereal like that, mm. that steady, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, but I don't take it, I don't let that, like, distract it. 'Cause because I know that, like, at the end of the day, like, what pushes the art, that's like, a, it's communication. It's like a, a spirit there. It's something that connects with someone, They'd be like, man, that, that person hit me when they said that
2: mm-hmm. shit, or they
1: didn't, so...
0: I was I was reading this book called Big Magic, and it and it talks about inspiration and the the way the woman explained it is this like, you know, it's in the air, and it's like, and then and it chooses you, and then on top of that, she she said, and if you don't do anything with it, it will. It's gonna
1: come out. Yeah. I have example. I've written. I don't do comedy. Okay. But like I said, I just come up with creative shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've come up. I'll write entire comedy sketches, Mm -hmm. just because it comes to me. So I'm like, yo, this is mad funny. And I'll write, like, I could go up and do a whole stand-up, but I don't want to do stand-up. But I'll still write it because it comes, like, I don't know if this might be one of your questions. One of my main things, the reason I do so many things, the reason is just like, yo, but it doesn't seem like you're like,
2: DJ, Mm -hmm. do
1: this, do that. The reason is that I feel like this goes back to when I started What The Heck. Before it was What The Heck, it was called the Dingle, right? And that was, like, short for Dingleberry because these mm-hmm. were brain farts. This mm-hmm. was shit. This mm-hmm. wasn't a good idea. It was, yeah. like... And I think, like, I like to just get it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you get it out, then you leave room to, like, get the the stuff you really... You're working on. So, like, a lot of times, like, if it comes to me, I'm like, if I leave this in my head, it's going to block what the work that I need to do. Mm. So, I, like... I'll i'll do whatever it is i'll be like yo, i'm just gonna try that i'm gonna work with clay right now and it's not because i want to pursue clay it's because i need to get that shit out so that then i can do what i want to do yeah and with the comedy thing it's like that it's like i'll see something boom boom and i came up with this whole joint that i was just like man this shit is so funny and i told it to two people and i told my brother and i told this dude chris fryerson i was like yo like I got this thing, I don't want to do stand-up, so I think I'm going to make just like a short. Mm. And I sat on this shit for like five years. And then literally like two years ago when I saw Dave Chappelle stand-up, I was like, it wasn't the exact same joke though. Mm. But the setup and things, and yeah. I was like, Damn, I thought my brother that. hit me and said, you saw Dave Chappelle. You must have saw him do stand-up. And I said, no, bro, I haven't seen Dave Chappelle in three years, and he did the jokes from this. I said, I wrote this shit like five years ago. And Chris Frierson, I know, doesn't know Dave Chappelle. So there's only like two people that I told that I know don't mm-hmm. know him. But I was just like... And then there was another part of the same thing that yeah. I saw like Michael Chase show. And I was just like, oh shit, I had that. And I even that one I had illustrated as a comic strip that we were going to put on Mass Appeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was different than the way he did it. it was, but it was in the same...
0: In the same vein.
1: In the same thing. But you can't allow those things. Like you can't, you know, it's like, I learned that back when I used to like write rhymes and stuff. Like I come up with it, I was like, damn, nobody got a fucking line like this mm-hmm. in like, hip hop. And then boom, somebody will come up with it. But they were famous. And it's like you can't allow that to like you can't basically you can't, you're not a one-hit wonder. If you if you're a one-hit wonder, if your one idea was Facts. the idea, yo, give
0: up. How Go many, on. yo, how many people, and there's so many people that are like that that they're just, like, tied to this one idea. And it's like, my nigga, you cr- if you're creative, you come up with something else. Yeah. Right? And it's just, like, we see that so much, especially now. And, it, and it's interesting because, like, in the book, she was talking about how she had this, like, book idea. And she literally researched it and was, like, and started working on it. And then something happened with her husband, so she had to, like, leave to Brazil and and, and put the all her research and everything away. And then when she came back to it, she just didn't feel the same kind of energy. And then one day she met this other woman, this writer, and, and you know, they have people have that conversation. Are like, oh, what are you working on? And the woman literally told her what she was work like the yeah. same idea she was working on. And it's, and it's, and it goes back to that whole thing that if, if you don't if you hoard your idea, somebody else is gonna is gonna well, go it's to somebody yours, else. It's the light. It's yeah, a thing. Richard exactly. Pryor said
1: that when Eddie Murphy was coming out, they interview Richard Pryor, and they're like, what do you think about this kid? He's kind of jacking your whole shit. Yeah. And he said, it ain't mine.
0: Exactly. He
1: was like, it's not mine. Mm -hmm. He's like, he got the light now. He needs to run with it. And that's what it is. It's like, you don't, it's just the the whole thing about ownership and things like that, I think is what kind of has destroyed creativity and stuff. Is that like, and I get that a lot. Like as a creative person, I always get this. This is like one of the, like the most double insulting comments you get as an artist, right? You do some shit. And you're not doing it for any other reason that you're trying to be creative. Mm-hmm. And the person says, man, that shit is dope. You know, you can make a lot of money doing that. Mm. And for me, it's like, number one, you, it's like, you're almost telling me that I'm stup- I'm so stupid that I don't understand that I can sell this. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm, I'm too dumb to understand that this is actually something I could sell. Yeah. And it's also just like, I'm not doing it for that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like... You're coming at, it's like, I'm just doing it because I want to do it.
0: Yeah, like, you're just letting it out. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times people don't understand that. It's just like, yo, you you know, there's times that I'll put, I'll put something up on, like, uh, social media or whatever, and like, oh, the, it's just going to be this. And it's like, no, I just wanted to, I like, I just had this idea and I wanted to put it out. I, that That's really it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, whoever's going to steal it, y'all could take it, you know, and, and run with it. But it's just like. Yeah, man. A lot of folks just don't understand that is, it, when or creatives is just like we just wanna just do stuff because that's it's it's part of like it's like breathing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, and 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 a lot of times you might have something stored in your head for such a long time that you finally kind of get to it.
1: It just makes you happy. It's a different happiness than what money's gonna get you. Dude, so the- it's like there's a like when you finish a project. Mm. And the only other people that I think of, it's like people who also do creative things that don't get considered creative by a lot of people. So like a guy who like does construction and, you know, he does a a bathroom, mm-hmm. he remodels a bathroom. I always look at them and they look at that shit like, damn, I did that, yeah. right? They're like, you know, and they feel good about it. It's the same thing with somebody who like, I don't know, bakes a cake or whatever. It's like, it's not about like the person eating it. It's not about the money. There's a, there's the there's there's a, Everybody needs money or whatever, but, like, the, hap- the, the real happiness comes from, like, doing it. It's like when I was doing it at six years old, drawing in a thing, I wasn't like, oh, shit, I'm going to make money doing this. It's like, I was drawing and I look at it and be like, damn, that shit kind of looks like what was in my head. Almost. Not there, but it's, but it's close enough where I feel good. You know what I mean?
0: Like, and, and you just said it right now. You get happy when you create something and it comes out the way that you envisioned it. You like... I made this happen because when, how many times have you created something that you, that is an idea and the shit is just not working? Yeah. And that shit is like, fuck, this is not working. It's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating, frustrating, right?
1: It's harder when you're on the clock because then mm-hmm. there's, then you have people being like, for me, being a commercial artist is difficult because people are coming to you for it, but they, they're coming to you for something that doesn't exist. So it's not like I never, I'm never doing the same thing at the same level. Mm-hmm. So there's people like, like every day you go to a restaurant, you're going for like that big chicken, that baked chicken's gonna be a big chicken's going to be the same big chicken every day. With me, it's like, you're coming, but you're like, but what you doing with it this time around? How are you in it? So it's like every time I'm trying to like dig deeper, find something new, push it a different direction, evolve it, and in that you're going to have a lot of fails and things like that, but that that's your problem. That's not the, they're not, you know, factoring that in the time. They're like, this is about the amount of time it takes to produce this. And then you're like, you're the one who has to kind of sit there. Like, even when I was doing print and posters and design, it's like, yeah, how, how you going to do it? Like, how you going to do this album cover so it doesn't look like the other album covers? Mm-hmm. And you're like, busting all these shits out. And then like, you ha- you're failing through it too. There's like, damn, this shit ain't coming out the way. But you have somebody who's like, yo, we need that shit by Friday because that album has to drop.
0: I know. And that's the reason why I really don't like doing work, like freelance work anymore, because it's just like, I don't want to be under that kind of pressure anymore. Right? Like, I just want to, because it's like, I feel like for me, I need idle time of doing nothing, or just being in my head, or watching a documentary or whatever. Because if it's watching, you know, if it's watching a documentary and seeing something that's really, like, for instance, I saw the, um, have you seen the documentary, with, uh, the Val Kilmer documentary? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. You need to watch that. I
1: don't get to... The funny thing is people have to... I haven't watched almost anything in the... I haven't watched anything in, like, the last... I don't know. Like, basically, having a kid
0: just strips
1: a- me of watching adult stuff. But it allows me to then watch the kid stuff, which... I get inspired. I, I get inspired by anything. That's so it's interesting. Like, for me, it's like I'm watching the kid's stuff and I'm like, oh, that's dope. Like, they did this. They did, you know, there's mm-hmm. colors. There's, like, some of the music.
0: And storylines and stuff. I, heard, I hear and about that. Like, I don't watch it, like, but I hear it's it. It's
1: crazy. Like, I'm like, that's dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I work with my kid. I do. I make videos with my kid.
0: Yes, I've seen.
1: But they don't, I don't even, like, with his toys. Like, we shoot.
0: I think I've seen that before. I, I <laughs> like, put a
1: picture of like working with the, yeah, show yeah, how to yeah. work the camera, Uh huh. but I don't put it out, but it's like, I'm going to eventually, but it's like more me just teaching him how to take a product from beginning, you know, and push it through and the ideas like he's super creative. Like. So it's been fun doing that, but then watching these things and be like, all right, like we can kind of add a little bit of that to this, but it's all just to be creative. It's not
0: like, uh, yeah. So, what's your what's your process like? When once you like got inspired by something, you have an idea and all that, and you're about to just tackle this thing. What what are the, what are some of the like consistent things that you do before you start working or when you I work? write it, you write it. I'm a big uh,
1: I'm a fan of like bullet points. Mm. So I like starting like that, like a skeleton. So it could be the simplest idea. It could have nothing to do with writing. But in my mind, I have to, like, see it in bullet points. Like, I'll, like.
0: Can you give me an example? Just, cre- just say, because I, this is very fascinating. Again, it's the reason why I'm doing this is because I just love to hear how people go about creating their work. And just, you're the first person that said, I'll write it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh, in every way, it just comes to me. Like, even if, like, let's say I'm on the train and I'm, like, let's say it was painting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. And I see the the visual, I'll go on like my phone and be like bullet point, orange, reds, uh, influence, kind of like this style, a little bit of this, mm-hmm. like, and then I can go back to that thought and then do research and find stuff to like mm-hmm. kind of push it. But mm-hmm. it but it allows me to like document what was flowing through me at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So whether it's like even when I do my Instagrams and you see the layout, yeah, I'll, like, kind of draw it out a little but like, super rough. But I, even before I draw it out, I'll do the bullet points. So I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do about 12 boxes. This box is going to be this. This box is going to be that. This box is going to be that. And then in that box, I have 10 frames. So I'm going to do these 10 frames. But it's all, like, bullet points. I'm all just writing, like, bullet points. Like, yeah. So when you look at it, when you look at my Instagram, you see that it's, like... Mm-hmm. one Just image, one right? Image, but yeah. then if you s- slide, it slides into the same image on each one of them. It's a continuing, long thing. But when you see it on Instagram, far back, it's a square. Mm-hmm. But then when you pop up on it, it's tall. Mm. So I got to factor in the fact that it's going to crop mm-hmm. and then that it's going to go 10 rows. That. Wow. I have to think like that. Like if I'm yeah. doing it, boom, all right, it's going to be that post. But then- when you go in it, it's going to do this. And then I have 10 other slots. So, like, it's like, yeah, but it's all bullet points before yeah, it's yeah. actually, like, done. It's like yeah, I have yeah. to process that and say, this is how I'm going to fill it up. Like, yeah.
0: I just like, I always like. Organize, like, you're, it seems like I you're like very that, organized. I like,
1: I love thinking like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I like anything I do. It's just like, I like.
0: You organize Coming it. up
1: with the bullet points to me always is kind of...
0: Do you think it's because, like, it's because you're always, like you said, you're a space cadet. So, like, you're always in your head and and then your head is almost like, it sounds like it might be a little bit chaotic. So, it's for you to make sense of the things that, that are coming to this you? There's just going to be more things coming because it's like a river
1: and mm-hmm. all I have is a, a, a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like the water. The river is all the creativity. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to. All right, let me let grab me just a bottle, grab this. And put it to the side. Grab okay. a bottle and put it to the side. <laughs> grab yeah, it yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is good. This is good. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's dope.
1: So that's how like it feels. Like, yeah. Where I know like if I if I think that I'm gonna get it later, then when I when I come back to it, I'm like, damn, there's something that is missing. That at the moment when the spark that we were talking about, and that spark doesn't come like it comes when it comes. So it's like. I, it's like that's why I put it down because there's so many amazing ideas that I forgot Facts. there's so many times I've been like laying in bed and I'm like I'm not going to get up and I stay up till like two or whatever turning and I'm like and I like develop it crazy and I'm like there's no way I'm going to forget this because this shit right here is going to change the world and then the next day it's yeah. like you're like I kind of remember it but it ain't what I was like at the moment though that shit was like from God And right now, this shit is just from a human. You know what I mean? Like It's like.
0: I have done, that has happened to me multiple times. And it's just like, it's one of those things where like, I don't have a, I don't have a table next to my bed to have a pencil or whatever. I don't keep my phone in my room. So I'll think of like, oh my God, that's an amazing idea. I'll write it down tomorrow when I wake up and I wake up and I don't remember shit
1: no but then but then even if you the remember date. it won't feel no the way it felt then and the way it felt then it's like it's just something that like when you put those bullet points boom 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 you're like oh shit like yeah. that shit was just so raw it's a raw it's a, it's a different feeling so yeah. I, I try to like when it hits me be like oh shit boom 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 and like write it but I'm always like that it's always just creating it's always yeah. like
0: nah no, I, I I totally understand that So when you're, when, do you listen to music when you're working?
1: Yeah, all the time. What kind? Everything. I actually have like, it's, it's weird, you know, having a kid, I've created like a week of playlists. So every day I have about four hours of music. So Sundays I have a playlist for Sunday, Monday. So I'm not listening to the same thing. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like a week of music. So I don't get tired of it. So it's like, but it's every genre. It's everything. It could go so from you, classical to country, hip hop, R and B. You know, bachata, Asian music, Brazilian music, mm-hmm. like all around the world. Like it's a, you know, it just goes. It
0: so goes you everywhere. so you literally sit there one day and make a playlist. for I your sat.
1: Week. No, no, I don't do this weekly. I already oh, okay. have them.
0: Oh, you already have them. Yeah, I okay, created okay, these
1: okay. like four hour playlists. Uh huh. That pretty much I'm like, oh, what day of the week it is, and then I have like all of it in one playlist, mm-hmm. and I'll shuffle it sometimes, so it just does it random. Mm-hmm. But I have like, yeah.
0: So, and what would you say it's like your peak creating time? Like for me, I am a I'm mostly in the morning person. Like from ten to five is my peak creating time. After that, you don't no see Um, that kind of depends on life. Uh. Obviously, a, you being a dad.
1: I'm uh, a, I, I used to be, before being I was a fan of, of 5 o'clock in the morning. That was, like, my thing. So, like, when I did the thing I was telling you, the what the heck, right? hmm Which started all as, like, a joke, and then it became a thing, right, on Instagram. And I remember, like, I, the reason this started was because I went to somebody in my office, and I had this, like, dumb joke. And they looked at me like I was like, what? So I was like, I, I animated it. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on my Instagram. People were like, yo, this shit is funny. And then before you know it, then we started putting it on Mass Appeal. And then everybody picked it up. Like, yo, this shit. But I used to make them every day. Every morning i get up and i make it that morning. Like, it wasn't like it was like, so I did this shit for like 100. It was like 100 of them that I made. Every morning I get up, five in the morning, bang it out. And then I go to work and still have to like design. How long? So
0: from five to what? To about like 10. You just there creating? I would
1: wake up five. I'll spend like an hour doing audio. Mm -hmm. And then the next two hours drawing and then animating it for like an hour and a half. Wow. You
2: know, this
1: was when it was like 15 seconds on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it was like, boom, all right, boom, I'm going to grab this. And it was like every day, five in the morning, I get up. But it was so good because at that time of the day, everybody's sleeping. So the news hasn't even really broken like that. Like if you go to CNN at five in the morning, there like, might have something crazy happen. But even the news is... So at five, like, you're kind of like, there's no, there's no distractions. There's like nothing on TV. There's no news. There's quiet outside. It's just it is quiet, like, yeah. You know, the drunks are already home from the bar. Like there's like nothing. So it allows you to like... I think going back to that, the energies in the air.
0: Mm-hmm. You probably it's like prime time to you're pick the it only up. To grab, yeah.
1: You're the only person up.
0: There's something magical. So there's clear, oh, oh, five o'clock in the there's morning. There's a
1: clear thing that you're like boom, boom. Like you don't have the distractions. That that light is not having to travel through the chaos. Yeah. So it was good. It was good, but it's not an easy thing, you know. Like obviously, you, once you have like other engagements mm-hmm. and other things. It's like, oh,
0: shit. Like,
1: And it's not for everybody. Some people like to start like 12 and work to that time. Like, yeah. I don't know.
0: In the nighttime, there's like yeah, I'm not a night owls. I'm and not I'm a not, I'm
2: night owl.
1: I, I think there was a point in my life that I was like mm-hmm. everybody in their 20s. But I think as you get older, you're like, nah, man, like the sun is important. You know, it's weird to just never see the sun kind yeah. of thing. And that's where like some people get caught in that. I like to work at night and then like you don't see the sun, that's not a good thing, man. Yeah. That's like an unhealthy thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's no, it's funny because I there's a something I saw on Netflix that this woman has a condition that she could only be, she cannot sleep. She can only sleep in the daytime.
1: I know people like that. I know mm-hmm. people that love just daytime sleeping. I'm like, that's crazy. Like yeah, you like understand wild. That, like prisoners, they let them go out because that's like mm-hmm. It's just, it'll drive you crazy.
0: Yeah. How do you, how do you feel when that project is over? Working on the, 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 the Rick James thing, right? And how do you feel when that was, when that was done and it was like, and, and you saw the final product? You know, because I'm sure you put a lot of, a lot of time into I'm that. always like my worst critic, you
1: know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you could always make it better. Mm. so part of it is allowing it to kind of be that it's being like yeah it's like being a parent or anything it's like being a parent but to like your heart it's like you look at it at some point it, you just gotta kind of let it go on out to the world mm-hmm. you know but it's never gonna feel right when you let it go out to the world you know it's just like oh it's like oh man that's my baby I still wanna hold on to it mm-hmm. so
0: so how how did you wind up um doing uh, motion graphics and stuff like that because... uh, It was that. that. It was that joke.
1: So, I always drew and then I used to perform and things like that and...
0: Perform how?
1: Like, I used to rap and things. Oh, word. So, you was trying to be a rapper? I was hanging out with my friends. Okay. So, my friends wanted to be rappers and it was a way of, like, spending more time with my friends at Mm -hmm. the time. And we, you know, we did decent. Like, we performed at trams. We went to Cali. Like we had meetings with labels. Really?
0: Was there? Was it a
1: group name? or It something? was a group. Yeah. What was it a called? A bunch of different. I was like part of a bunch of different mm.
0: groups. Like around what year is this?
1: Ninety six, ninety seven. Okay. And then I was a teaching artist at Art Start, so I used to work in the shelters, and I used to teach Photoshop. I grabbed Photoshop in like ninety five. Mm-hmm. So. I was, like, teaching it. I was teaching how to paint in the shelters. I was a senior muralist on, like, one of, it used to be two, but the oldest, like, biggest murals in, like, Williamsburg. And then, yeah, I just, I always did design. I was, like, friends used to be, like, oh, hook me up with a flyer or whatever. But I was, like, a teacher. I was a community person. Yeah. So that's what I did. And then my students used to always be, like, yo, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I was, like, I thought I was doing it. And the people that I work with were like, yo, you're going to make so much money when you go for-profit. I'm like, I want to stay in non-profit. Like, everybody basically was, like, telling me, like, get out of here.
0: Yeah, you're too good for this. Like, you don't need to
1: be. And I'm like, this is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, one thing leads to another. And I'm, like, designing in the music industry, doing covers Mm -hmm. and posters and then advertisement, doing stuff for, like, Reebok and, like, big company. Like, stuff that you would see, like, in Foot Locker and on billboards. And I and like bus wraps and stuff, and I was just like, all right. And I kind of felt like I hit the graphic designer thing. Yeah. And then I was just like, computers were getting better and software was getting better. And I was like, man, I always wanted to kind of dab with animation. Like I was doing Flash animation earlier, but then that died. And then, yeah, it just kind of started like that, like off of like this one, dumb. The joke. This was a joke. <laughs> So, so this you're telling the, me that it all started with heck? Is what the heck? What the heck was like, yeah. The first and thing? what the heck, then led to that Stevie B trailer, <laughs> and the Stevie B trailer is what then led to Fresh Dress. Nah,
0: so you Stevie B be was like,
1: me. damn, that looks like real New York, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's how it ended up being Fresh Dress, and then from there it's like all the other different kind of styles and things like that. But it all started. From me telling uh, Jersey Jinx, who was like on Complex, he was like one of the, he used to work at Mass Appeal. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, yo, want to see my impression of Rick Ross being homophobic? And I went, pulse. <laughs> that was the joke. Yeah. And he just stood there like, huh? And I was like, all right. So then I animated it and people found it hilarious. Mm. It is funny, but. It depends, right? When you catch a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they saw it, it was just like, you know, it was that's all it said. It was like, here's a version. It was like, and then I had a bunch of, like, Rick Ross being like, Pulse. uh, Rick Ross at Miami Basil calls. Like, mm-hmm. it was just all like, how he used to say, boss, mm-hmm. right? And it became a thing, but it all like, yeah, I was teaching myself as I was doing it. So when I look at those, I cringe. Like, people, I've had somebody hit me up and be like, yo, you have a link to this one, da, 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 I. I'll find it and they're like, yo, this is my fan. I'm like, man, I look at this and I cringe. It looks like trash. But it was like, he was like, nah, this was so raw. It was so funny, man. This like
0: made my week. All right. So do you go to college? Like, do you no? You get, okay. So you're self-taught. Yeah. Right. Everything. Which is super dope and and very important for people to kind of like get this message, right? Because it's like, not everybody needs school, right? Um, but you telling me that those little animations were the first time you was messing around Messy with? Worry. I guess Adobe uh, uh, After, Effects. After Effects, which is basically the old uh, Flash, right? Kinda. No,
1: no, no. It's a, it was its own thing. No, no. But it but it Flash is... still exists. They call it animate now, and they they kind of brought it back. But it's not Flash for websites. But they
0: turned <laughs> no, Flash that time, into animate. So is that part of Adobe? It's all part of Adobe, but that became its own program for animation. No. After Effects. Because when I see After Effects and I see this timeline, it reminds me of the old Flash.
1: Yeah, After Effects does, like, visual effects, like, explosions and, like, mm-hmm. like I do, there's a lot of that that I do that people are, like, they think it's all, like, the cartoon-looking stuff, yeah. and it's like, no, like, I've replaced sleeves or things on shirts or, like, backgrounds and things that, it's not, like, the sexiest fun work, mm-hmm. but it's there. So, it's like, you watch something, and they're like, oh, like but I'm replacing a background, or I'm replacing, like, I'm cutting things out.
0: What I'm just blown away was that you was doing these animations, these 15-second animations for Instagram, and then, you know, you got to do the animation in Fresh Dress, which is a documentary.
1: The Stevie B thing lends a like. I think when people saw that, they were like, oh, this dude has... I just get the culture. I'm from here, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like I grew up with it. I'm from the city. I partaked in it. So it's like all of this to me is not where like to maybe another animator, they have to like do research research and they're still going to be wrong. You know what I mean? Because it's all based off of a loose, you know, even if they do research or they even speak to people, people have like, Different, you know, it's like when people remember the old neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes I'll talk to people from the neighborhood and they say stuff and I'm like,
0: you're everybody mad ha- wrong. Everybody you know, like, has their own point. It's uh, like, different point of view and experience.
1: But it's not even real. It's like, <laughs> they're like making it into yeah, something. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, that's not, what happened. you know. So I'm like big on remembering exactly like how things are. Without having to look it up. Like, I can like, I, it's like everything kind of lines up. It's like, I'm like, this year, this song was out. This was how people were just like. Mm-hmm. I remember it like that. Like every year I line it up with a song. So for me, it's easy for me to grab something and be like, oh yeah, boom, boom, and have that thing. So I think when people saw that, they're like, oh, like this guy gets it. So off of that, also, off of the CVB thing is how the Quest Love thing happened, like the Patti LaBelle one. Mm-hmm. And then the following year was the Prince one.
0: Mm. And then Fresh Dress. Uh,
1: I think Fresh, Fresh Dress came sometime between mm. those. I think it was like the Patti LaBelle one. No, I think Rest might have been around. The time I was doing the Patty LaBelle, it was like...
2: Yes. Basically,
1: the Stevie B one, though, is the one people it's were like, like, oh, this guy gets... Yeah. This guy understands, like, this thing. Like, you could just tell him, and boom, he'll, like, run with it.
0: So, I mean, I guess, like, your boss had enough confidence in you to have you do this animation for this for this documentary, right?
1: I mean, it's because- Sa- it was Sasha's vision. Sasha's the director. It's his mm-hmm. movie. So, it was, like, it was on him to be like, yo... We kind of need this, you know. This would be dope to have it. Like, yeah.
0: But like, what what I think about in a situation like that, especially being self taught, is like the technical aspect of like the editing and all of that. So it's just. I like,
1: mean, you have to think like at that point, I had already had all the articles on like fast company. Mm-hmm. I had grew the Instagram, like a lot, like mm-hmm. thousands of people started following just for that. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So. I was kind of like hot at the moment. And I had Super that launched right after that. What you say? Super was the one where like rappers would say if they had superpowers and then they get mm. drawn out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: we had like Kendrick off the back and like, mm. so it was like this whole year of like Sunday. Like it was just a lot of things were popping at the time, which was like insane because at the same time I was like just becoming a dad. Mm. My dad had passed. Mm. Like all these, it was like a roller coaster, you mm-hmm. know? Like it was insane.
0: I was just yeah. like, Gotta keep going. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, what do you use for somebody like that? that's self-taught. What is like your your source when you're like picking up something new? So, for instance, you went from doing this 2D animation thing to in the Rick in the in the Rick James joint is S3, three is 3D. What did you do? Like, I guess you. Just I can it's just learning. like
1: research. Uh, I mean, off the back when I learned Photoshop, I walked into a computer room. And they were like, I was like, you got something that you can, like, draw on computers? And they're like, oh, I got this program. But they didn't know how to use it. They just had it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, they were like, you can mess around with it. So I just used my time to, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then that landed me, like, internships at Stress Magazine and mm-hmm. all of that. Just off of, like, teaching myself that. So then after that, it was like that. It was like, there was this program called Flash that was, like, introduced. And, like, I don't know where, yeah, I think it might have been, like, 98, 99. They were like, yeah, you can move shit. And I was like, all right, let me see how I could get my hands on that and I got a copy of it started messing with it I went to Barnes and Nobles bought a book and kind of like you know anything that I had questions on I like looked it up and I started animating and then did well on that then that kind of like died out but yeah then years later I was like doing the design I think it's just not being afraid of like you know and then I grab stuff and I like you just you have to have a project even if it's not a project for the world that you practice on. So like yeah. I was doing those animations, but they weren't for the world. They weren't for me to make profit off. Mm-hmm. Of. They were just me like learning. So yeah. I was like, whatever, I'll run with this. Like, And even now it's like the 3D stuff, like I grabbed, because I was just like, oh, like I kind of want to mess around with this and stuff, you know. And I just have like, I do it for fun. Like I, there's a bunch of stuff I create that, the world never sees, you know, but I'm doing it like, and now it's like, more fun, because I get—I guess, guess I have like a, having a, the, the kid, it's like having a sidekick that like, sometimes you do it by yourself and like, you'll doubt, you'll be like, damn, I'm wasting time, man, I should just be working and making money, because that's what the world runs off of. Mm-hmm. But then having a kid, it's like, oh, I'm spending quality time, he's learning stuff, mm-hmm. we're doing this together and it's fun. So it's like, yeah, now I have like, I'm doing like, with that stuff, we were doing like, I was doing I'm saying we because it's like me and my son, yeah. yeah. Doing, like it's your design facial design recognition. Like uh-huh. some of those conversations that are happening in that movie, it's like my face reenacting it. Like I'm wow. recording, I'm like, oh, you know, like act it out. And same thing, body language, it's like it'd be a lot harder. So I have like a, a old connect from my Xbox and mm-hmm. I hook it up and I like and I walk it and I like so I'm doing like body acting, like all of that. that like it's all amazing. fun, you know. But yeah. I'm having my son do it too. Like that's dope. So
0: that's incredible. I think by
1: the time he's like 12 or 13, he'll be ill. He's going to be like...
0: I am. So I want to touch up uh, on you being a dad, but even before that, because you're somebody who is uh, self-taught or whatever, have you ever dealt with imposter syndrome? I I think everybody does. I think, you
1: know... Yeah, yeah. Before I even knew what it was, you yeah. know, I'm always like, uh, I think when you come from a harsh environment, it's easier to fall in that place because... Because you're also like, like, all right, I'm here. When I was working like for somebody in the industry, I'm in the industry. I look around. Nobody's from New York City, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. Elementary school, I don't know. I can't tell you how many kids probably went to that school, but I would imagine thousands that I knew that I was like, oh, hey, you know, played in the playground. I don't see not one of those kids from elementary. Junior high school. Don't see that. Then I went to multiple high schools. I'm talking about like now. So now we're talking about like there's like five, six thousand people that grew up in the same city, and I don't see one familiar face when I go into that industry. Yeah, and and then you start talking about the stories, right? Oh man, this guy went to jail. This guy died. This guy this. this dying, and and you start thinking like you're like you know you feel blessed, but then you're like why me? Like you start feeling like. It gets you depressed because mm-hmm. you're like, you don't feel like you deserve it. Like you're like, and then you like, what is it? Like you feel like the Truman Show. You're like, this is weird. This is like set up because I I don't I don't belong here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't belong. Like you know, I'm at Sundance. Yeah, at yeah, back. I don't yeah, 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 yeah,
0: man, for sure. So I'm just you're, like you're just yeah. like this dude from from I'm like and here I am in Sundance and all stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it starts getting. It gets, it gets strange, but because it's bugged out because
0: you're not seeing
1: it's. I think it's uh, what I'm saying though. It's like you, you grew up with all these people and you're like, you're not seeing them. Yeah. You don't see your peers, you know? So you're like, oh man, like versus like other people that I know that work in the industry. It's weird. They're like, yeah, I went to high school with that person. mm -hmm. I know that person, Mm -hmm. you know, they all kind of went Mm -hmm. to the same school. They all continue to run the industry Mm -hmm. and that's just the way the world works. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like a evil plot. I think it's just easier to hire somebody you know. So yeah. like, if, you know, I'm always like, if I was in an office and I'm in power, like I've, I've helped some of my old students mm-hmm. get jobs in the industry now. Nice. But they got that job just off of that. Like, right? So it's like, if I had the, if you're in the position, you kind of like, oh man, like help somebody out. I don't think it's necessarily like, it's not like, I had a evil plot to, like, bring Harlem into the industry or whatever. You know what I mean? It was like, no, nah. I was like, damn, this guy has talent. Yeah. I would look out for him. If, like, I went back to working at some big company and I had, like, a certain position and, like, somebody's son needed an internship that I knew that I grew up with, of course I'm going to look out. If any way I could help somebody that I know, you're going to do that. So I don't think it's, like, a malicious thing. You know what I mean? It just ends up then looking a certain way because you look and you're like, hey, man, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it kind of ends up always then being like yeah.
0: the rich kids mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah, so. and then you have to work harder. So yeah, so like somebody like you being in the inside is like, yeah, why not give an opportunity to a former student of yours yeah. and stuff like that. That's kind of that he does cuz we've all I think that when when we come from the neighborhoods that we come from and stuff like that and they didn't go to the school that everybody went to, you 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 hit this like um the ceiling where it's like, well, I don't know anybody, so it's like, how I'm gonna get into this industry? For me, it's just I don't, I didn't go, I don't have an MFA from wherever, right? So I don't have uh, collectors coming to my my studio, and you know, I, I don't have that privilege. So it's like, so does that mean I cannot be an artist, right? So it's like, no, nah, we figure out another way to do it and another way to 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 get there because yeah. we don't we don't come with that rolodex, you know what I'm saying? So and when and 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 when you put in that kind of situation yeah you you sometimes go through that imposter syndrome you know you, you you don't you feel because you didn't go through the through the normal channels of how other people went that maybe you're not good enough and that's actually one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because I want folks to see few uh, young creators or whatever that there's no right way to do things you just yeah. do you know? I think we also fight so hard
1: right so like when you come from a neighborhood where like well now that everybody is like more creative people are creating TikTok everybody's like creating but that wasn't traditionally it so the creators used to be the outcasts. they used to be the weirdos they used yep. to be all of that so like exactly. when you come being that person and being kind of like having to kind of like fight your way through it mm-hmm. right you're fighting And then you get to this industry, you still have that, like, anger in you. So you find yourself fighting people that are not necessarily trying to fight you. They're just trying to, like, get the best product. So they're like, you know, so then sometimes you're like, man, fuck this person, whatever, whatever. And then, so you end up being like that. And then you start doubting because these people are, like, actually trying to help your shit be better. Mm. But in your mind, the outside is always the enemy. So like you're like, nah, this person's trying to tell me how to do my shit, da-da-da-da. Because all you have known how to do this shit is fighting for it. You haven't been able to like collaborate. You haven't done these things. So then like you go through that learning process. You're like, nah, this person's trying to really big me up. You just like, mm-hmm. there's that angry thing. And you deal with that. So that's where I think also like when you're in the industry, you get, you're already coming like beefing. You're like, these motherfuckers are gonna try to tell me how to do what I know how to do. And it's like, it's a job for them, right? For you, it might be a passion. For them, it's a job, and they're just trying to do their job good. Mm-hmm. So when they're coming with suggestions, you don't always have to be so angry. You don't also have to doubt yourself. You don't have to take what they're saying when they're coming with the suggestions, or they're like kind of like, "Hey, you know, you don't have to take it so personal." But yeah. like, it's hard to do if like that's how you you've how you've been doing it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's. I think that lens also, when you're in the industry, you're like, oh shit, like, there's not too many of me, there's not this, there's not that, and all those things can kind of like hinder you too. Like, you know what I mean? You forget like that they're there, they're working on the same team. They wanna make money. Facts. They're not, they're not, if they were from the opposite company, the competitor, but no, those motherfuckers wanna make more bank. So all they're trying to do is, make your shit be seen by more eyes and mm-hmm. better so they can make more money.
0: Yeah, and it, and it, and it, and being in those situations actually help you and and bring your stuff to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. So, what um what has how has your like I guess creativity, life, everything, how how has it been enhanced uh by being a father because I, you know, I was going to, the way I was going to ask your, this question was like, how has your life changed? But honestly, yeah. it, to me, just hearing you speak about it, it, sounds like your life has been enhanced by, by your son. And how, how's that happened?
1: I think it just gives a, it's just a new way because you're teaching and in teaching, I remember when I used to teach, I think that made me a better artist mm. because in order to explain something to somebody, you have to be good at it. So you're constantly like, you're like, how would I explain this? And then you're practicing that thing that you're trying to explain. And I think having a kid, it's like you're kind of like going back to things that you probably took for granted. So in trying to teach them how to appreciate life and how to carry themselves and these things that you want them to be, you start being like, I need to be a kind of person. I need to be more grateful and feel and, and acknowledge my blessings. And these things that like... As you get older, you get grumpy, you get jaded, you like life beats the shit out of you. So right? Life is violent. That's from the get, every like big bang theory, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything's off of violence. Uh water breaks, like life is a constant like fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to fight for love. You have to fight, it's just that's how life is. Mm-hmm. So like that shit beats you down, and then you just be like, fuck everything. It's like you forget about blessings. You forget about these things because that's what life does to you. And yeah. then having younger people, it doesn't have, you don't have to have a kid, but having that younger person kind of like allows you to like, in teaching and that kind of thing, you teach teaching and you're like, oh shit, like I got to remember that. I got to remember that, mm-hmm. the blessings I have. I have to remember like these beautiful things and be kind and these things. It mm-hmm. just, yeah, it helps Bring Elsa, it back.
0: It also sounds like he's like your 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 partner.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun like that. See, it's yeah.
0: Yeah. Does your wife feel like uh, like it's almost like you guys are like a no, she, no, no, no. Because she's, she, she, she's she's she,
1: very much. It's like a a trio. Like okay, he has like her humor and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Like I I can't be with somebody who's not funny. Yeah. Like she's a teacher in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she's a funny person. Yeah. I, I couldn't not deal with somebody like I we laugh at least two or three times a day. That's my seven days a week, there's humor. There's never it's there's never a day that goes by without a laugh. Okay. So like that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. And then now we have a this kid who yeah. like guarantees that laugh because mm-hmm. he's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. like that's what everything is, you know. It's just like you gotta like, I don't know,
0: have fun and So, would you say that this is your life's purpose? Like, what do you do being a creative and and, then...
1: I think it's connected. What You know, the people I've connected with and stuff like that and how you do... I don't... I don't know if, like, it's the bigger stuff. I think for some, sometimes I get reminded that by people. They'll be like, Mm. damn, that shit hit me. Oh, damn, how you do that or whatever. It's like, I don't get to see that. Like, with you, you have a show and people... Are looking at your shit right in front of you, mm-hmm. like, you know. So you get to see it. Mm-hmm. My shit goes on TV and millions of people see it. I don't see their reaction. Yeah, it's when I come across them that they're like, "You did that shit," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh damn, <laughs>
2: that's
1: dope." Like, yeah, yeah. They like that, you know. But I don't get to see it. For me, it's just like the connections. Is that it's like connect. You know, when I connect with some of my old students or anybody, like I, will go to a bar, man, and I shoot the shit with somebody. And you can ask any bartender that I go to. They like, look. And it's because when I go into a bar, man, I big people up. Like, I know they're there drinking, and they're probably trying to get some shit off their mind. And I like to be like, like, I like to be like, yo, you got this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like telling, like, the coffee shop. I go talk to those young people. Like, yo, you in New York City? Yo, the world's yours. You young. You can do whatever you want. And it's like, I like... I think my purpose is that, to, like, be kind and, like, try
0: to push... Encourage. ...people. Yeah,
1: like, what's I know your, some people are sign?
2: down.
1: What's your sign? My birthday just
0: happened on Sunday. I'm oh, on you're a Virgo. Virgo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, I like I like to just, like, if I could connect with somebody, especially if they're, like, damn, man. I'd be like, nah, man, like, shit is, you know, you got this, like... Yeah. But, the, you know, a lot of stuff, I have it on, like, my Instagram. It's like, I feel like... You know, uh, self-preservation, right, is nature. And how you identify self is nurture. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stuff we learn, we learn. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everything we pretty much learn. There's certain things that are just natural to us. Like, you're going to be like, oh, shit, let me not let this truck hit me. Mm -hmm. That's natural. But then the other stuff that we, like, engage on a day-to-day basis that we're like, That we get angry over. Mm -hmm. We get angry over money. That shit is paper. Mm -hmm. We get angry over this person didn't fucking wish me happy birthday on Facebook. Uh, This person didn't hit likes. That shit didn't even exist, you know, when you were a baby. Like, this shit is all, like, made. It's all. So it's like... I find it... Like, with the purpose thing, it's like... I think people have a purpose. I don't think necessarily these these other things are, like, the purpose. I Mm. think it's the, like human connection and, like, the people you connect with and, and and that kind of stuff that, like, that's the, for me, it's, like, the one-on-ones and, like, those moments. And I guess, you know, you create and you create art and people connect with it that way. And that's, I guess, a purpose. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't, like, for me, I don't, like, look at it like that. I just, I'm just always, like, moving. I'm being creative because I don't know another way. And then I try not to tie myself to how, like, people think because it's all just like right now yeah and then when you look you're like damn in the larger scheme of things like humans been around for a super long time Mm -hmm. it's like i could lose my mind just trying to get engaged in this thing that i didn't even create actually the 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 thing you're trying to fight created so you're almost like you're feeding into it you know what i mean you're feeding if you're like oh you know it's like the man's trying to hold you down, this and this. Well, then he won because you just spend your whole seven days and you didn't really change anything. You know what I mean? Like, you could have spent those seven days sharing love and just building, but you spend it here. Yeah. Yo,
0: bye-bye. It's like, he won. He got you occupied. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I said that to, uh, I saw that to somebody the other day. I was like, you know what? The white man has won. Just but with, with everything that's going on in, in the world and shit like that, you know, it's just like they really won. <laughs> I mean,
1: at the end of the day, it's like it's the people with
0: money. Yeah.
1: That, you know, they don't none nobody really cares. And it's like they I would say, you know, they built it like that. They built people to fight with each other. They mm-hmm. built people to do all that. And it's just because that keeps their thing going. The the where I have like i look I pull back and I just try to always like look at it on a way where it's not where I'm not tied to it, right? So I do the same thing that I was saying when I'm in the train. I pull back and I'm like I question it in every way I question like where their motors are I question like what would be better or what wouldn't or like what are all the possibilities and it's like I don't know, I know like if you get lost in it as well it's almost like getting lost in TV and reality TV or getting lost in the internet. If you get lost in something and you're not here in the present, yeah. you know what I mean, then then you're, you're the one who's losing I think the only, if I, if I think a certain way and somebody be like, oh, you crazy, you know, and I keep saying, they'd be like, oh, maybe in your world, it's mm-hmm. like, that's the only world I know. Yeah. The only world I'm going to live is my world. Facts. So, like, I try not to, like, it's that. It's just, like, I have to, like, do for me first. Then, you know, I can't teach nobody. If I haven't, if I haven't figured myself out how I'm going to tell somebody who they are and what they are. And that's everybody's always like, oh, you this or you're not this or you're not. It's like, who are you? Exactly. Have you figured out who you are before you start telling other people who they are or who they're not? Or they are artists, they're not a artist. Yeah,
2: like, yeah.
1: I go to it. I There's a lot of old sayings and shit that I'm like... I'm like, that's a good saying. Nobody says that anymore. Like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't, don't say that.
0: anything at all. I like, yo, like,
1: yo, yeah. I I go to, I took my kid to, to MoMA, and we like, look at our, you know, some of that shit is like, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, but he doesn't shit on it. I'm like, that's cool. Like, it's just like, he's just like, it's not for me. And I'm like, that's part of the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to look at him and be like, yo, that's just a mop on the wall. Like, I'm like, no, like, whatever. And the only reason I would be angry is because it's in MoMA. That's another thing. It's like people get angry on it because it's successful. If it's not, you know, do people care? Yeah, no. I was in the elevator one time with George Lucas and I ain't say nothing. Four floors. I'm in the elevator and I love Star Wars. Like my kid. Yeah. I was in this elevator and I was like there's nothing I could tell this guy that he's never heard. And if and the only reason why I would even say something is because Star Wars is successful. And George Lucas wrote Star Wars and he was selling that shit on Sixth Ave in the village and nobody ever loved it and it didn't make money. And if it didn't make money, if he was just like, would I be like, oh my God, I love Star Wars? No. So it's like, I'm not going to stress him the way I'm not going to stress the person on 6 Ave selling their script. Like, it's just like, and it's the same thing with haters. It's like, you're hating on this person, but it's only because of money. If This person was a, an unsigned rapper that you, you wasn't making any money, him. you would not care. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, why this dude's always trying to sell me CDs in Times yeah. Square? Like, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't care.
2: Yeah.
0: So, last question is, uh, what's a piece of advice that you will, um, could give uh, a young creative on the, on the come up? Like, something that you kind of adhere to? I
1: mean, that's it depends what... There's different kind of advice, right? There's creative advice, and then there's, like, financial advice.
0: I mean, I think. Well, sometimes, well, like, you know, there, there's, what's an advice that you give to that person who is, like, afraid to put something out? Like, you know, like, you, you, you've met, and you know people that are just, like, hoard this idea and are waiting for the right time. You just got to do at the
1: end of the day, you gotta do because you're gonna lose that idea, you're gonna lose the passion. It's just like do it. I mean, if that's you gotta just do it. And the reason why is because sometimes in your mind that idea is dope. And then when you put it out, that shit bombs, and that's okay. You know, like when you watch a stand-up on television, that person wrote five times the amount of jokes. Mm-hmm. And what they did a year before that is that they went from comedy club to comedy club and tried them. Mm -hmm. and saw what people like what didn't and the ones that stuck they made it Mm -hmm. so it's like as an artist you just gotta create 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 and then you're gonna have the joints that people like that's what i like and then you're Mm -hmm. like oh i'm gonna roll with that yeah and that's that's what helps i think a lot of these young people that are doing like the tiktoks that are successful or like doing the skits is that they're testing it and immediately they can see how many people like it and they're like all right People are fucking with this. And I'm going to roll with that. And you don't lose nothing by doing it. You don't lose nothing by doing that. If anything, you're letting it know that you was the first person to do that. Yeah. So. All
0: right. Well, Hector, thank you very Yo, much. I appreciate anytime. it. You know, it's good talk. And um, yeah, peace out.